Hello, friends, and welcome back to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Lives. My name is Lance Bain, and it's fantastic to have us together again. So glad that you are with me on this podcast, episode 124 of our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming the everyday challenges of life. It's uh, exciting to have you with me today. I'm really excited about our podcast today. Don't forget to check out LanceBain.com, L-A-N-C-E-B-A-N-E.com. There are many other resources available there. I would love to hear your feedback and give me some ideas on what you would love for us to talk about in our podcast. Hey, today I want to talk to you about something I experienced this week and uh, felt like I would do a podcast on this to encourage you to experience some of what I experienced this week. And so this week on our podcast, we're going to talk about eight benefits of being a physically present leader. Eight benefits of being a physically present leader. Now, it's interesting to talk about being a physically present leader when we are hopefully on the very back end of a global pandemic, which has caused us to not be physically present. But I want to share with you why I think it's important that we begin to re-engage leadership that is expressed in physical presence. You know, maybe you and I have had to become leaders in in Zoom and uh, WebEx and all kinds of online platforms in the last 12 to 16, 17 months. We've learned new ways to do leadership, new ways to communicate, new ways to interact with people and those that we lead. You know, with a variety of communication methods, it's easy to do what's convenient. Yet what's convenient may not develop long-term, meaningful, reproductive connection. Let me say that again. With a variety of communication methods, it's easy to do what's convenient. Yet what's convenient may not always develop the kind of connection that we really want and long for as a leader. It doesn't always develop the kind of connection with those with whom we lead, that they want a certain kind of connection with us as well as their leader. And if we only limit our communication to those that we lead to digital spaces, to statuses and Instagram posts and tweets, and to those things that we say behind a podium or on the platform, then we are limiting our ability to connect with those that we lead. Don't overestimate digital communication and let's not underestimate physical presence. You know, this week I was just reflecting on my week and I had a a person in the organization that I lead email me and said, hey, my, uh, my spouse is not doing well. It would be really wonderful if you could come by for a visit. I don't often get those kinds of requests, but I was happy to do it. And I arrived at their home and we had a wonderful visit for about an hour or so. And when I left, I felt so warm. I felt 
fulfilled and, and we shared stories and we laughed and we, we prayed together and we, we learned something about each other. And I thought, you know, there's nothing quite like being physically present as a leader. And it's really what inspired this podcast today. And when I reflected deeper on my week, I had five or six experiences like that this week of being physically present with someone, being able to shake their hand, give them a hug, pat them on the back, see face to face and eye to eye and voice to voice in a physically present way. Let's not overestimate the power and convenience of digital communication. It has a role, it has a place, and I believe in it. But I don't want us to overestimate that in such a way that we lose and and the, we lose the power of leadership in physical presence. And don't underestimate physical presence. I'm learning as a leader, continually learning as a leader, how much my presence in a room affects the room and it matters to the people that are in the room. Now, I understand that some are limited to digital spaces for physical reasons, uh, safety reasons, health reasons, geographical reasons, and I'm, I'm not really talking about that today. I'm talking about those that there's really no reason why we can't be physically present more with those that we lead. And I when I reflected upon those multiple meetings that I had this week and multiple times, I thought, golly, there's so many benefits when I choose to be physically physically present. A website, evidenceinmotion.com, talked about a, an article called The Importance of Being Present. And they say this, right now I'm reading Amy Cuddy's book, Presence, Bringing Your Boldest Self to Your Biggest Challenges. In it, the Harvard Business School professor and researcher discusses the importance of presence when it comes to leadership, specifically as it relates to building trust, which is something that's incredibly important to hold sacred for the benefit of staff, and in this context, a medical community, patients. Cuddy says that when you are truly present, you are essentially stating, quote, I'm here. I care about you. I'm listening And what I am telling you to do is not just based upon my own personal opinion, but what I'm observing and hearing from you. Pretty powerful stuff, the article says, especially for leaders. You can get a link to this article in today's handwritten show notes available at LanceBain.com. What I particularly want to draw our attention to in this short little quote that I gave us is that when you are truly present, the author says, you are essentially stating, quote, I'm here, I care about you. That is powerful stuff as a leader. And, you know, checking in by a text or sending a Facebook message or popping in on a Instagram or Snapchat or Twitter or WhatsApp or how whatever form of digital email, whatever form of digital communication you're using, it's really helpful. But I want to encourage you to begin to think about how can you be more physically present in the lives of those you lead. So what are the eight benefits? Well, there's probably many more benefits than this, but here's eight benefits that I jotted down in today's handwritten show notes that I'm experiencing, and I think you'll experience as well, and they'll actually help you be a better leader. 
Number one, benefit number one, being physically present with those you lead, it humanizes those you lead. It humanizes those that you lead. As I said in last podcast episode, people are not projects, they're people. They have stories, they have emotions, they have passions, they have desires, they have fears, they have dreams. Their soul burns with with passions and with experiences. And as a leader, we can often fall into the trap of seeing people as human resources rather than human beings. And I want to encourage you, when you are physically present with someone, you are humanizing yourself and you are humanizing those you lead. This week, when I met with someone that had requested my visit, I learned something about how they met. I learned something about their family. I learned some interesting things about their history. And now when I see them in a public space, these memories, these stories will come to my mind. My heart will feel a stronger connection to them. Their heart will feel a stronger connection to mine. That's a powerful position. That's a powerful place to be in as a leader. Those people know that I love them, that I care about them. And it's not just words. It's being physically present. Benefit number two is that being physically present with others strengthens your influence with others. I work in a lead in a context where we often use the language of shepherding and sheep. And what we often say is, how do you spend enough time with the sheep that they get the smell of the shepherd? They learn the shepherd's voice. You see, sheep naturally follow the shepherd's voice. And when you are physically present with people, you spend time with people, sharing stories, telling jokes, encouraging one another, just being present with each other, it strengthens your influence with others. They begin to recognize your voice. They begin to recognize your heart, and it cultivates trust. And trust is the breeding ground for effective and healthy leadership. Here's benefit number three. You learn about those you lead. You learn about those you lead. See, being physically present not only humanizes yourself and those you lead, that you see them as people, but you actually learn something about those you lead. For example, someone I met with this week, I recognize that they haven't seen family in a a long time because of the pandemic. And this weekend, they were making a surprise visit to see their family. It was an awesome time to celebrate that for them, to celebrate that with them, to feel in their heart how much they miss their family, to feel in their heart how much they're excited to see their family and to surprise them and see the joy on their family's face. Being physically present provides us a way to experience that like nothing else does. Benefit number four, Your heart is open to growth. Your heart is open to growth. When I'm physically present with people and I listen to their stories and ask questions and share my story and answer their questions, and maybe we do this over a meal, maybe we do this sitting in the living room, maybe we do this at a local coffee shop or local restaurant, your heart becomes open to growth. Your heart, like a flower, begins to bloom and blossom and it opens up for pollination, that the physical interaction with another person, the exchange of love, the exchange of, 
a challenging conversation. The exchange of eye contact and, and laughter and, and physical presence and in an appropriate way, being intimate with another person. Into me see. I let others see into my life and they let me see into their life. Intimacy. Intimacy. Your heart is open to growth. Your heart just opens up like a flower under a ray of sunshine on a beautiful spring season. And it's open to the pollination of wisdom. It's open to the pollination of collaboration. It's open to the pollination of synergy. You become formed as a leader by the physical interactions that you have with others. Compassion grows. Joy grows. Trust grows. It's awesome. And I would encourage you to begin to experience these benefits by being a physically present leader. Benefit number five is that being a physically present leader bolsters your leadership platform. You see, when you are physically present with others and and they can they can experience your love, they can experience your empathy, they can experience your correction and your challenge, then you begin to leverage your leadership with people, not simply through people. You see, if our leadership is only through people, again, we become <clears throat> vulnerable to people feeling like resources. They become slaves that build our empire, that build our brand. But when you leverage leadership with people, you are bringing to the surface their talents, their story, their passions, their giftedness, their training. You're offering them an opportunity to have a very powerful impact on the organization, on the bottom line, fundamentally on the lives of others. When you are physically present with people, you bolster your leadership platform. You don't manipulate others by being physically present, but you come underneath others and you support them by being physically present. You sort of serve as a canopy over them as a leader and you protect them. And in doing so, you bolster your leadership platform. You begin to leverage, you and I begin to leverage leadership with people. Benefit number six, you role model the values and culture you are building. I often in my leadership environment talk about family. I talk about commitment. I talk about sacrifice. I talk about adding value to one another's. And when I'm willing to drive 40 minutes to visit someone for an hour, and then here's the wise thing to do as a leader, while I'm on my way to this home, and it was such an awesome visit. It was so much fun. I recognized who else lives in this area that's in my organization that I could text and say, hey, I'm in the area. I'd love to stop by. Is now a good time? And I did that. So I visited two people in my organization, spent about three to four hours in this area, had a wonderful meal, had a lot of laughs, shared some stories, walked down memory lane, and I role modeled the values and the culture that I'm building. And the reason that that was so easy is because your values emanate from your very being. The culture that you're building emanates from your very persona. And so it was very natural to role model love, connection, commitment, sacrifice, joy, compassion, listening, understanding, faith, family. 
It was awesome to do that. And when you are a physically present leader, you can role model the values and culture you are building. Benefit number seven is you experience fulfillment. I've kind of said that multiple times in this podcast, but I left these two um, times with these folks that I visited with and spent time in their homes. When I left to drive home last night, my love tank was filled. It was filled with feelings of I made a difference. I loved well. I was about the things that really mattered. And, And that was the benefit to me is I experienced fulfillment. I wouldn't have experienced that sitting at home watching TV. I wouldn't have experienced that sitting at home just moping around. I made an effort, and you should make the effort too to be a physically present leader. Benefit number eight, leading well requires a dialogue, not a monologue. My leadership environment, I often speak from a platform behind a podium, and it's a monologue. I'm sharing for 30 to 35 minutes, maybe 40 minutes, these thoughts, these ideas, these truths, these principles, and my organization listens and they respond and, and we're growing and it's a, it's a needed form of communication. It has purpose and it has impact. But I don't want my leadership, I don't want your leadership to be relegated to only a monologue, but actually have a dialogue. Because the dialogue gives your listeners a, a greater desire to lean in and hear the monologue. The monologue needs the dialogue. And the dialogue needs the monologue. Make sure you have both operating in your leadership environment. Hey, in today's handwritten show notes, I just put a little circle diagram in there I drew out. And the inner circle is physical face-to-face. I think that's the sweet spot. That's the bullseye of what we're really looking for in leadership. The next circle out, the green circle, is voice-to-voice leadership or digital face-to-face with Zoom, WebEx, face, FaceTime, things like that. Facebook video messaging. And, and if you can't do physical face-to-face, then do what's in the green circle. At least hear a voice. At least see a face, even if it's on a screen. And then third, the big blue circle that I hope we have less of, but I'm concerned that it's probably what we do more of, is the message-to-message form of communication. Text messaging, Facebook messaging, commenting, tweeting, something like that. And again, it has a role, it has a purpose, but I want us to not abandon the power of physical face-to-face leadership. Friends, live your message in front of others. I saw on Instagram this week uh, my friend Rob Love of Love 146, or Rob, um, Rob Love, Rob Morris of Love 146 shared an uh, Instagram post by Esau McCauley, and he says, Our most deeply held beliefs are not merely shouted in publicly, they are lived out among family, friends, and communities. These are the places where doctrines like grace, justice, hope, and perseverance become flesh. I love that. Being physically present leader has incredible benefits for your life. Don't overestimate digital communication and don't underestimate physical presence. It's been a joy to be with you today. Eight benefits of being a physically present leader. Don't forget to check out LanceBain.com where you can get a copy of today's handwritten show notes. This is Ordinary People, Extraordinary Lives. I love you, everybody. Go be a great leader this week, and I'll talk to you in the next podcast. 